What's up? Hello. What's going on, man? Not much. I had a pretty rough day. Well, I mean, it wasn't. Hey, I'm going down. I'm going downtown to do autographs while we do the podcast. Oh, it's nuts. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Nice. Yeah, it, it'll be. It, it's a weird. It's a weird car. A, a weird car drifter episode. Okay. <laughs> nice. All right. There's somebody driving. Well, I hope somebody else is driving. Oh yeah, I'm not driving. It's all you. Oh, it's a self-driven. It's a self-driven San Francisco car. No, I'm just kidding, man. <laughs> oh, that's intense. Whole nother level. No, just, yeah, I think I said on one podcast, but no, there was some band that played punk rock tacos that was like, oh, in San Francisco, there's already self-driving cars right now. I'm like, this is nuts. What? That's crazy. Those Google cars. It's crazy, man. Yeah. But wait, so why, wait. Why do they have them if uh, if everybody's going to be shoved in a fifteen-minute city? That's true. So that's a weird that part. Kind of that's a good the purpose. Point. It kind of does, but <laughs> this I, world's nuts. It doesn't make any sense. It's, it just doesn't make any sense. We have to go with with what makes no <laughs> sense. I don't know, man. That's why. That's why <laughs> the elites can't get what they want done. That's why they're taking it. They're taking so long, you know, because they're they're not really that smart. Because <laughs> they do, it. they're not they they're, do stuff like they're, that. They're, they're just following another stupid agenda. That's all they're doing. So right, some weird <laughs> prophecy they read in some really old book that's probably stored in the Vatican that nobody's allowed to see. Yeah, and like <laughs> that, that only they, like, they are interested in. Like none of these other, none of us would be interested in these like Vatican books or whatever. But of course, they are interested in it. It's like what? Right, <laughs> nuts, man. Oh, this life's nuts. It really is. What, I had what's a, really nuts is what's really nuts is I feel like the signal is really good now that I'm not at my house. It's like it, it's not doing that weird thing. So I don't know. Maybe my oh, house yeah. is a cursed, cursed place to do a podcast. You're crystal clear. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, now it's good. Now that I'm in the car, I don't know, man. Maybe when know. maybe when you're at your house and you're using the Wi-Fi, they like they know. They know. So yeah, they tap uh, in. They're like, oh, he's going live tonight. He's going to be oh, he's gonna, an episode. They're going to be speaking <laughs> some truth. We don't, we don't like this truth stuff. Oh, none of that. No truth. Just lies. No, no truth. Just lies and BS. Well, I would... we live, live for lies. Live for lies. Mm-hmm. I was, uh, you know, like, there's a couple episodes ago you mentioned Roseanne Barr. And oh I was, yeah! I was, I was watching. It was like Joe Rogan was talking about how she and Theo Vaughn, you know, who the he's like another podcast guy. Dude, I I love he Theo Vaughn. I think Theo he's Vaughn's so funnier than Joe Rogan. Like yeah. Theo Vaughn is hilarious, and he's so like naturally chill. Like it doesn't seem like he he doesn't try that hard at all. It's that's right. He's, he just be he's just himself. Yeah, yeah. I love his style. Oh, I do too. Like he, there's this one thing on TikTok where like he goes off about like that Gary V guy who's like a the big entrepreneur guy, and he's like oh. he's like this motherfucker's like out of his mind, and he, he he says examples like oh you just sell your silverware and then you you can't eat anything. <laughs> it's just you got to see it sometimes. Oh, it's, it's just so no. He basically just says like. 
the entrepreneurial types tell like all the poor people like just do what we did and Theo Vaughn is basically to saying like these entrepreneurial types are out of their minds because it only works for like a couple people and then everybody else just gets like screwed over right yeah exactly <laughs> It's like, yeah, for, that's how I, that's how I picture stocks, dude. You nailed it on the head. That's exactly how I picture stocks. Like, like yeah, everybody, that, that's like, everybody throw a little bit of your extra money into this pot and maybe we'll all get rich. But if we don't get rich, it's okay. <laughs> it's like, well, what? Yeah, it's like the same, it's like the same chances, chances for like putting money in a stock is like winning money on a game show. Like it's really? just like. <laughs> I, well, I mean, I believe it. Shoot, that be... yeah. So I don't know, man. Are we, are we at least you and I know that money's nuts and all this stuff is nuts, and you got to do all this nuts stuff just for money. While he was alive, yeah. he did a bunch of nuts stuff for money. <laughs> that was it. That's on everybody's gravestone, right? Yeah. I, I, I hate money on my gravestone. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah, because well, you spend it and money. then you get depressed. You spend you you earn it and then you spend it and then you get depressed that you spent it. You don't have it anymore. It's too nuts. Yeah. So, and that's the vicious cycle, and then you gotta like go back to work. Yeah, the vicious the the two week vicious <laughs> cycle. <laughs> and then, yeah, and if you do spend money, God for God God forbid you spend your money on anything but groceries, you're like, Oh, that was so dumb. Did I really have to spend my money on that? <laughs> Yeah, you start beating you yourself start... up, right? Yeah, it's nuts. It's the ego. The ego is a crazy thing. I was thinking about that today. I was going to tell you. I kind of wanted to vent a little bit because my freaking my ego is beating me up all day today. It was trying to, you know. <laughs> no, I know what you mean by that. Yeah, it was just a crazy freaking. Uh, you know how I was telling you a story about how uh, you know, friend of a friend, old coworker, he uh, he he like kicked his son out of the apartment oh yeah well so so they're basically they were basically like drifting around and they kind of needed a place to sleep and take a shower so i was like yeah you can come over but i was supposed to have band practice this morning at 10 uh what was it 10 10 o'clock 10 a.m this morning i was supposed to have band practice so i was like dude if you guys stay tonight you have to get you have to be out of here in the morning right i understand how it is on the road you know it's tough to get sleep because sometimes, sometimes yeah, you, it's might hard. Be, you might have to sleep in a spot you're not necessarily comfortable with, and your body just naturally you will not get like a good sleep. It sucks. You're right about that. I've been been there, done that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so so that happened. So he's like basically, you know, just kind of drifting around, and uh, him and his girlfriend are going to Mississippi cool they have some family down there but yeah but yeah but it was like it was just kind of weird because it didn't it seemed like he didn't want to go you know it was yeah. like it was when he was ready to leave it was like all right i gotta drive to mississippi you know that's what he said out loud it was just like it was like oh fuck i think we were all yeah like, oh, it's, all, it's all weird when you leave somewhere yeah that and and had you had like a great time with the people and then and it's always that time goes by so fast and then yeah, yeah then time to leave and go start some other life adventure it reminds me of like uh you know when you had that apartment and i can't remember where it was exactly but you had the apartment and like uh, in the book you talked about it and noah was always over sometimes and you had all these crazy drifters 
Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was awesome. Dude, that what's funny is I'm going I think it's under new management and I'm going back oh. to that apartment complex to see if I can get another one bedroom. So I really think it's under new like it, this was like I don't know, at least a decade ago when that happened. So oh, dude, if, and especially if it was before the pandemic, you know, like so many Yeah, so it many, was before yeah, so I, should, I should be okay. I should. Yeah. I don't know. And it's so I, weird. My mom suggested it. She's like, because she knows if we, if I don't live with them, then we get along a lot better. So it's like, yeah, it's, I don't know. It's just all good. Yeah. I, can, <laughs> I understand that. I can relate as well. Yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think a lot of people can. Some people just can't live under the same roof. Yeah. That's the truth, dude. Someone else is, it's just how it is. And it's okay. It's totally okay. You know, a lot of, I feel like a lot of people make it a big deal. Oh, yeah. I mean, people make it a big deal, but it is okay because, well, I mean, people make everything a big deal. You know, of course, it's a whole thing. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. Words never, never spoken. Uh, It's like, holy cow. (laughs) Oh, man. I'm just clowning. I forgot where I was going with that, though. no humans are good at are good at making a big deal out of like a small problem i mean i've done too i'm not i'm not even gonna exclude myself or oh yeah same here it's others or whatever no it's everybody (laughs) yeah i totally feel that it's rough man it's just dealing with a lot of things you know shoot or but okay this is the biggest thing i've learned about the human brain though like you you think something is going to be like super hard like even tonight i was just like oh fuck i gotta do autographs and then i gotta fucking do the podcast and all this shit's like going through my brain and it's just like but then when you when you just like like do it like it it just comes out smooth but i i feel that there's this this thing before you do it in your brain where you kind of go nuts and then but when you're doing it, you're, like, thinking, like, why was I going nuts about, like, figuring out how to do this? Because yes. I, I just did it, and it turned out fine. Like, exactly. so I'm just using, like, tonight as one example. Earlier, I was like, oh, man, like, blah, 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 shit, this, this, this. But it's like, now I'm just doing it, and we're in the city, and fucking I have some time before we're going to do autographs, so do the podcast. I mean, it's all going to work out. I'm just using it as an example of, like, how, like, sometimes – it's easy for like the ego to like get negative about like, when Oh yeah. Try to like have to figure something out, but we're all, we're all, most of us are smart enough to figure this shit out. You just have to believe in yourself. That's all I'm saying. So exactly. No. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I love that. That's the truth right there. More exa- exactly what you said. More truer words have never been spoken. <laughs> I love it. Hell, Hell yeah. yeah. That's how it is. And that's, I was, well, it's funny that you say that. Cause I actually didn't, I ended up didn't, not doing anything today but <laughs> well because the the thing in the morning so and they ended, they ended up sleeping in so i didn't even go to band practice and i totally spaced it out i uh i told dom because you know how we've been working on this local venue recently i told you about that oh yeah so we've been working on a local venue and we were going to go back sunday he was like okay so have your bandmate drop you off after band practice they live over in the area and so I skipped band practice. I totally spaced that out. And I, I was like, it was just stressful, you know, and I'm, I was, I've, I always call myself old school. Like I strive to be a man of my word. If I'm going to say, if I say I'm going to be somewhere, I, you know, I, 
I've, I better. Oh be, yeah, no, I, I know you mean. I'm the same way. Better yeah, yeah. be there, or if I don't, if I'm not, again, like you know, the ego just fucking beats. I'm like, oh fuck, I was just all day. I was like, shit, damn. I'm like, am I a dick? But no, not really. I was because I I don't know when next time I'll get to see my homie again, and it fucking sucks. <laughs> and and you know why? Because his fucking dad is like, uh, orthodox. Um, what is it called? Traditional like catholic christian so he's like if you don't go to church and if you don't believe in god you can't live under my roof and he straight he just kicked him out see how how are how are religious people like kind and loving when they do yeah. shit but, and i'm not saying they all do that shit but i've heard right. this yeah we're not we're not trying to shit on you know groups of people here no not that. Just, <laughs> I, none of that this story over and over like yeah oh, we're gonna kick Damn, you dude. out because you're not following the rules. It's just so the- sad. Yeah, it's sad. And, and you know what? Like the worst part for me is that my friend, he's he's like 22 or 23. He might even be, you know, maybe 24. He's got kids, but he um he so him and his I'm not gonna go to the whole story, but they they were living together and basically like he lost custody. Um, the chick just did a flip. She just did a total backwards flip and uh, went and moved to her parents' house. He knew where he knew where they lived, so he drove over there and was like, "Hey, what's going on?" Uh, they called the cops on him. He went to jail, and he's like one of the chillest people I ever know. And it's just like it's just a, again, it's, I've heard the story so many times, like you said, so many times is how like you just try to do the right thing and society just absolutely shits on you, or it's like yeah. <laughs> it's just like. Oh, and that's what, so I was dealing with that all day and it was just, it was just, it was just fucking me up, you know, cause I saw, I saw myself in him. That was, the, that was it. I saw myself in him and it was like, I just had to be like, okay, you can have a shower. I missed band practice, but that's okay. Cause you know, you guys need to sleep and I was like, all right, go off, send, go, send you on your way, you know, cause I like, I don't own a property, you know, I can't house them. I can't, you know, it just fucking sucks. It fucking really sucks. Yeah, I hear you, man. It, it eats me up. And then on the same on the same length, dude, my my this is on my family, my niece and my nephew. Uh my niece and my nephew, like they're 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 adopted and they live with a, the same thing, a traditional uh like Catholic Christian family. And um my 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 nephew's like running away from the house because they're super controlling and they make them do like chores constantly and they don't like it there and he's like running away and smoking weed and it's it's like the same story and it's just like yeah it's tough a lot of people yeah it's just it's like the household that's provided is not a good household for some people i don't know it's weird so (laughs) yeah and i've heard i well i mean not to take this is kind of getting dark but i've heard a lot of stories where uh like christian you know because a lot of a lot of adoption agencies they look for Christian families, you know, or quote unquote Christian families, you know, they don't even have to be Christian. I'm sure they could probably just be on the surface, like fake it. You know what I mean? And then so they, get, they get the kid and then the, the adoption agency usually gives some sort of funding. And then the, they, they treat the, their, the, the, the adopted kid like crap. Because a lot of times they have their own kids. Right. And I've seen that a lot too. Like they have two of their own kids, and then they'll adopt like three more kids. And then so, and then that that dynamic, 
is it's just crazy. No, it is. It really is. It's 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 crazy how everyone's raised. Like it's just insane. Yeah. <laughs> and then that's the you know that's the vicious cycle. So like, dudes, dude kicked his son out. His son's got kids. <laughs> He got kicked out of his house when he was just trying to go to work and pay bills. And it's just like, I'm just like seeing this from an outside perspective. And I'm like, dude, that's the fucking vicious cycle. And it's, oh, fucking sucks. So, you know what? So, so on a positive note, I, you know, I stayed home. Unfortunately, I missed band practice. I'm pretty pissed, but I'll apologize to the guys. I'm sure they'll understand. But I, I just stayed home and made dinner, hung out with dogs. It was awesome. That's good. <laughs> yeah, so I stayed stayed home, made dinner. I was super happy about that, staying positive. I was like, okay, I'm, I'm happy I get to stay here and, you know, I'm in a position where I could afford or, you know, afford to feed everybody. I guess well, yeah. Jas- Jasmine works, you know, but <laughs> it's, it's, it is nice. You got to be positive there. Can't Can't let it all get you down. No, it's true. Um, I just think, I think these are really insane times for everybody. It's just, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And a lot of times, uh, you know, I've heard a lot of parents, uh, a lot of parents because of COVID, like during COVID, they couldn't see their kids or their newborns just because of COVID. Right. It's like, he, like I, I mean, I guess it would be weird to imagine, but imagine being a newborn. You're just coming into this world. And, uh, you know, you don't get to see your parents. You're looking around like you just come out. You're like, you kind of open your eyes and you're just looking around. You don't see your parents, a bunch of strangers in white coats and, and lab coats and masks. It's, it's oh, like, just, yeah, like what, what a way to enter the world. Like. Yeah, that's like, gosh, that right there alone is, is got to be traumatizing on some sort of level. Yeah, <laughs> it's, like, it's like, man, that's, you know, who do you trust at that point? No, I hear you. you know, straight I, out the room. <laughs> I saw something on no, yeah, no, you're right. I saw something on TikTok that basically like stated all the things that like older generation people did and survived and were okay versus how now like everything's just like uh, a disease or a worry or I don't know. It's it, like times used to be yeah. so much more simple. That's the point I'm making, and it's just like. It's really crazy, like, how, like, even, like, looking at somebody else's, like, Instagram, you could get depressed because your life isn't that what I mean, it's just yeah. so nuts. It's so nuts how stuff is now because, like, you know, like, we used to drink out of the, the hose and, like, now, like, <laughs> right, yeah. now everybody has to have bottled water and this. I don't know, man. It's, it's it, weird. It's no, you're right. Because. Like I've I've always had an issue with society because I think the mainstream people are fucking nuts. But like, oh, they are. (laughs) But like, but it used to be better, like in the earlier decades. It just used to be better. Yeah. Now with like smartphones and all this technology and drones and all this, and you have all these, you have all these five G waves. And well, I feel like back in the day when we, because I used to drink out of the hose. And now I drink bottled water, and it's super weird. And I, that, again, like just a, an ego thing. I'm like, damn, is, like, am I a piece of shit for using this much plastic and not drinking out of the hose anymore? <laughs> like, you get that wow. ego, that ego pattern. But um, oh, I I forgot where I was going with that. Uh, well, I feel like yeah, back in the day, you didn't have all these five G waves, you know. And then 
in this class I'm taking, I'm even learning that Wi-Fi waves can can be damaging, can be harmful to the to the human body because it's oh, you're, you're going, you're just it's just how far you're away you're going from nature. You have all this electricity running around you. That's why we can't get a good sleep, you know, because we always have these fans and these air conditioners and these so there's traffic and it's really hard to get a good sleep in any any city. You're right. There's just so much like noise pollution that you don't notice unless like you have to go to a place like Skatopia, for example, at on a on a Wednesday night when nobody's there, and you're like, "Damn, this is quiet." Yeah, <laughs> it's like, "Wow, this is unbelievably quiet," and it is so nice and relaxing. <laughs> oh man, yeah, Rut Rutland's relaxing compared to these crazy cities we live in. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I feel like uh, it's okay, but I, I keep drifting. I keep trying to make a point, and I keep drifting off. I'm tired. I'm no, tired. it's well, I feel the same way. I don't know. I worked earlier, and I'm I, whatever. This life's crazy. Yeah, <laughs> it's freaking nuts. So five G waves. They're putting fluoride in the water. You know, I remember. They oh started, yeah, that that's definitely happening. Because I've seventies and eighties and shit. I know. I've made jokes, and other people have made jokes like. Why are people wacky? It's something in the water. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. I forgot about that old adage. That old yeah. saying. Man, that's true. They're literally, there's shit in the water. <laughs> it's insane. It's just like, I know, but everything, like even like they're starting to do like looking up ingredients like on cereal boxes and i saw this one video on tiktok where they did lucky charms and like lucky charms causes adhd like the the crazy oh. chemicals that's in the cereal it's just Dang. like nuts like i know but like we i mean i grew up eating that shit all the time like <laughs> and if you actually, and on to add on to that, if you look up like, uh, if you look up how much iron, and uh, you know, like those types of quote unquote metals, they spell it differently, I believe. You know, those types of metals. If you do the research, the, those cereals have so much iron and like magnesium. They 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 have so much that our bodies don't even need, like to the over capacity. You know. Oh, I know. It's just. It's just and, sick that all these foods have all this shit in them. And, and, and sometimes I'll even still go for them. I'm like, I don't care. I, I know it's really I, bad. But I like, feel like that, Mountain, dude, right? Like Mountain Dew has a new, like, mystery flavor for Halloween. It's oh, <laughs> they got that. They're doing that again. Oh, shit. Yeah, the oh, Baja man. Blast. Oh, I know I, mean, I like love a, Baja Blast too. Yeah, I, fast food, but Taco Bell and Baja Blast is just like, sheesh. It's awesome. Heck yeah, man, so good. <laughs> it's getting kind of hot in here. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get up and take the sweater off. I wonder if Dennis. I, I said, I sent the invite. I wonder if uh, Dennis is gonna join us. Yeah, I don't know. Nuts, get nuts, get nuts. <laughs> Everybody's nuts. Oh yeah. There we go. That's a lot much better. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, this world's nuts. You're supposed to, supposed to just be a slave. Oh gosh. Oh man, I hate that. 
Just be a slave. <laughs> <laughs> That's even that, that that right there is insane. Go to work. I don't work. work. Like the word work makes me want to vomit. Like I hate that word. <laughs> yeah, bro. Bro, why can't you come out tonight? Gotta go to work. <laughs> yeah. And I, it sucks. Like, when you don't have to work and your friends have to work, it's like, oh, dude, I have tonight off. Oh, I got to work. It's like, yeah, it, but bro, I have so the night off. <laughs> you know? Shit. Oh, I know. It's so hard to coordinate schedules. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. That's the truth right there. Speaking of coordinating schedules, we got the Matrix allegorical presentation coming up on September 29th. Michiana Education and Arts Club. Matt Bennett's going to be there. Beagle Eye Vision's going to be there. That'll be cool. We're going to be going fucking nuts. I got, going I got, nuts. The, I got the, all the notes done. I put like, so it was like in, an, in two different notebooks. It's about nine pages, nine full pages of notes. Wow. And I combined them all on the computer. And so this during this week, that's one of the things I got to do. I got to watch the movie with the notes and make adjustments. And, you know, uh, that's one of the things I was doing. I was just kind of laying in bed. It was like one of those days. I felt like I had so much to do. I just didn't do anything. <laughs> I, no, I know what you mean. I, yeah. it, it, and, then you, and then you have other days where you can't believe how much you accomplished. It's, yeah. it's really, really crazy. Actually... Hell yeah, I feel that. Yeah, well, that's something something we gotta be positive about, you know. Yeah, man, these are just weird times. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> <truth>. <laughs> well, I mean, that's just like nothing makes any sense, and and we still have to get up and do something with our lives, even though nothing makes any sense. Right. Everybody's asleep. That's why everybody's so tired, you know, what we were talking about with the food. Everybody's so tired because they put all these metals in. They slow us down. Right. Our bodies have to work harder. That's why people get cancer and, you know, shit like that. So true, man. That's such that's such good insight. Yeah. Hell yeah. Getting nuts. Going deep. Getting, getting nuts on crazy life stories. Heck yeah. Oh, speaking of, uh, I thought I had a story here, but. Oh sure. Well, no, I think I don't think I have it. <laughs> oh, it's all good, man. Every everything changes every three minutes. Right, right. Are we even human? Is the algorithm? I don't know. Oh, speak. That's what I was gonna men- I mentioned Roseanne earlier, and that's what uh, she was like. Everybody gets when you talk about the BS because Theo and Roseanne were like uh, talking about how Jews run hollywood that's what they said this is a, i'm quoting roseanne by the way i'm not saying this is a. oh no no i've heard this yeah. before that that's true <laughs> yeah. though yeah so their video got hit their video got deleted and joe rogan mentioned it um and uh yeah uh, roseanne was talking she was saying hollywood is run by elites you know the elites exist they're all crazy psychopaths that want to control every aspect of your life you know they definitely exist okay. and um uh what else was she saying Oh, brain farted. Oh, she was saying, you know, keep people addicted to the BS. But if you call it out, you know, if you call out their BS, that's when they delete their delete your stuff because they want and need people to be addicted to the BS, and people love it. And most people are. 
like most people are addicted to it. Like they're yeah. not going to, they're not going to admit it, but they are. Yeah. Like some people just start crazy drama with you for literally no reason. Make a big deal out of nothing. Like delete oh, that yeah, podcast that episode. <laughs> well, that, happened, <laughs> no, that, that happened on here. And actually, yeah, and the, I'm not going to say his name, but that happened on here. Right. And then I ran into the guy recently and he oh. actually, I, he actually apologized to me and he's like, I'm sorry. Like I Whoa. caught a bunch of shit like with your podcast. And I was like, well, thanks man. Like that means a lot. Like, wow. Yeah. So some people do come around. That's, but, Im- that's impressive. Okay. Yeah. Shout out to that dude. Hell yeah. Yeah. He's like, are we good? I'm like, yeah, we're good. It's all good, man. Hell yeah. <laughs> does he live in the same like uh suburb area as you or? Yeah, he does. Yeah. Oh, okay. Speaking, man, I really want to come up there, but I think we're kind of running out of time because winter is going to be coming up here soon. Oh, uh, I know, dude. It's just, I know all of a sudden it's going to be freezing. Yeah, if, fuck. I know. That's why I got to get this apartment because I'm so sick of smoking Jeez. weed in the freezing cold. Like, <laughs> Oh, bro, that sucks. That's like the worst. Honestly. It's, it's, <laughs> it, it sucks, but it's doable. But I don't know. I just... I don't know, man. It's just for weird. Once, like, reasons, for a lot of reasons, right now, I just need to be by myself because li- living with other people is just—it's just too nuts. Like you, you, the the conflict, yeah. the conflict is high, and it's just fucking yeah, nuts. Man. That's what like the city is. Yeah, it, it's fucking nuts. Oh, what's up, Dennis? Hey, how are you? Oh, hey, Dennis. Good. Pretty good. Yeah. Having a good night. We're just venting, bitching. We're, oh, we're just venting, bitching, having a good night. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, that's about, that's about it. Yeah, it's was, it was late there. I was trying to get on to you. I wanted to use my cell phone, but I couldn't find the settings to allow the microphone to use. So I'm on my laptop now. Oh, okay. Yeah, Jasmine was having that issue. Totally understand that. Frustrating. So trying to Heck find the yeah. setting that works, and I, I thought I found it and put the microphone on. It doesn't seem to work or re restart it and it doesn't work i don't know maybe it's the wrong browser fuck it's just annoying like hmm. mark says computers are buggy yeah it could be the browser you know i the stock browser that comes on the phone is usually it's usually crap to be told <laughs> usually have to download another one so yeah what's up with you guys you've been reading any how about my book you've been reading some of that henry Oh, actually, I'm not going to lie. I started it on uh, the toilet, but I, <laughs> I actually, um, I got five, like five or five or six pages into the first chapter and I, I instantly wanted to start writing notes. It was, I, I just, I just got fired up. So tomorrow before class, I'm going to sit down like with a cup of coffee and dive into it and start writing notes. I'm excited. That's cool. Michael from our class, he's reading it too. He's read the first three chapters. And yeah, he's similar. He's highlighting it and writing notes. And then we did like a podcast the other day, hours and hours we talked. And he's seen he's seen all kinds of symbolism in it that I didn't I wrote it 30 years ago. I wasn't I would just wrote it on instinct and I didn't okay all the symbolism he's seen in it. (laughs) That's awesome. So you have that natural uh the natural tapping into the subconscious, you know, letting the subconscious do the work. Something like that. That's awesome. Uh, before you jumped in, I was just saying we uh, we me, me and Matt kind of we live in the city and it just uh, you know living in the city kind of sucks because you have like you have all the different types of energies 
energy frequencies that people are on yeah and uh different types of thoughts thought patterns yeah and you just it's kind of you know sometimes you get different thought patterns like your ego gives you a different thought pattern it's yeah. really tough to live deal with in the city i miss living in the country so much <laughs> more peaceful closer to nature less emf fields and just human thought fields yeah no i can I, yeah yeah, less people. We were saying. Yeah, that's uh, for sure. You know, we've had problems with people like podcasting, and uh, at first we were excited to move back to South Bend. I was like, oh yeah, we could do a lot of interviews, and you know, like do a lot of stuff for the YouTube channel, and maybe get some more photos for the you know the start website and stuff like that. But it, people are so hard to deal with. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's funny that that's probably the number one line I say these days. Our people are hard to deal with. Yeah. Yeah, everyone's got their egos, and they want to have things their way, and they're subjective about these, what they think is right or wrong, and it's just, yeah, they're difficult. Yeah, I hear you. Mm-hmm. Heck, yeah. Yeah, all the stuff you were talking about, frequencies, I'm reading that David Icke book, uh, the, his new one, The Dream. Okay. Oxford. Oh, you started it? Yeah, yeah. Reality is like a Wi-Fi field. Your mind decodes it like a CPU and a computer spits on the screen. That would be like equivalent to your five senses. He said that kind of stuff before. Wow. He's going into more details about uh, like demonic deception and how the the lower four, four astrals, the astral lower realm of the 4D astrals where these like archons or whatever influence us and manipulate hmm. people's minds. He's... he's uh, it's interesting. I want chapter two. It's talking more explicitly about it. I'd be curious to find out what is what he's uh, going to say. Nice. Okay. So he's kind of adding on to this previous work. Yeah, where stuff he's just briefly mentioned or hit, hinted on, he's more focused on the human controllers and the elite and the families and the bloodlines. And now he's talking nice. more about the invisible forces that are manipulating even them. Very cool. Wow. Interesting. So yeah, no, it's like uh, hmm, if I run across David Ike years ago, he's he's reading, <laughs> reading stuff like like it's just yesterday, you know. Yeah, uh, that's man. That's how. That's what uh, starting your book made me feel like. It felt really nostalgic because uh, you know one of the, one of the episodes, me and Matt were talking about the nine, the whole nine eleven fiasco. Oh yeah, because it just passed and uh, everything. Oh, yeah. yeah, everything, everything that that they did with us in high school like they i remember in multiple classes they showed the scene and it was like and i remember even some teachers were like pissed off i like there was i have a science teacher who was a vegetarian because uh, he, he i think he was a vegetarian just for like the total moral factor he was a really cool guy he smoked pot <laughs> but um he was like pissed off he would roll his eyes so hard every time because that during when it happened every class they made the teacher do this whole spiel before the class started right. talking about, you know, the, the, oh, it's a very tragic event. And, oh, it's very sad. This has happened to our country and blah, blah, blah. You know, so this, this one of my science teachers, a vegetarian, he, he rolled his eyes and he, he would just make it so hilarious. And Why is he annoyed? Because he knows it's just they're traumatizing the kids by showing the plane crashing the building yeah. over and over and over again. Yes, exactly. Thank you. He would before he would say it. He says, "I think this is total BS." To be total, totally honest, uh, you guys do not need to hear about this. And to hammer it on is just absolutely ridiculous. We need to we need to work on the education and to focus on this is just dumb and a waste of time. 
it's just part of their trauma based, you know, the human psyche trauma based mind control to show that again and again and again, you know. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, it's uh, it's real life opposed to, you know, fiction. They see thousands and tens of thousands of deaths and murders and all kinds of shit on TV and movies. And now they want to back it up with like uh, something that's real, but also, you know, right. Versus all that trauma because, you know, the mind can't really tell fiction from reality, right? Because according to David, mm-hmm. I dream books, oh man, it's the same. Wow. Man. That's heavy right there, yeah. That's good, though. That <laughs> sad and heard. Hell yes, I love it. And so back to, we were talking about Roseanne and the, uh, this uh, Roseanne Barr and uh, this other guy, Theo. I don't know if you know, know him, Dennis. They, they were also saying that the reason that video got slapped is because Roseanne said that uh, the Holocaust never happened. Okay. And then even... Joe Rogan was talking over the commentary and he was like, yeah, that's totally true. And I was like, what? I've never heard that before. Well, it's so I'm like, on one aspect, they were deleting the video because Roseanne said, uh, Jews are running Hollywood. And then you know, the <coughs> next two minutes later, they said that. And, but Joe Rogan's none, he, none of his work got deleted. So it's, I'm like, why would they keep this and, and leave that and take the, ta- take that out? And, you know, well, a lot of the, a lot of, you know, the people they change their names, but if you trace their names and stuff, a lot are a lot are Jews and control of the media and stuff. But okay, I say yeah, uh, they're the you know, when I read these other books from David Icke. Like, there's certain bloodline families. Some call themselves Jews, some not. Like, it's irrelevant. It's really the bloodlines mm-hmm. who, who fund all these controlled oppositions, and they just they it was Rothschild money that bought Israel, made it, and uh, sure he may call himself a Jew, and but. Uh, they just want to create it's a political it's it's a divide and conquer countries in general are about that and your average jew is just like your average american they don't know they're being used <laughs> i believe that. that's true no it's these uh bloodline families david Icke said in his first book the biggest secret he's talking about the reptilians they've got a certain genetic blood that they want to keep yep. because that these archons or whatever these lower astral 4d reality they can then inhabit them possess them communicate with them directly mentally and manipulate them and and they're willing of course and they because they're basically the same but they look human that sounded wacky 20 years ago when he wrote it but now you know it's a little more believable because all the other stuff he he wrote is not wacky at all it's like it could have been written yesterday hmm yeah that's awesome yeah so i yeah that's i can't i really can't wait to start this book it felt very nostalgic it took me that you know it felt like back yesterday felt like i was back in high school Just with with all the chaos that, you know, you hit, like, you start off with a lot of fire right in that first chapter. There's a lot of, like, chaos going on. And I feel like a lot of people can definitely relate to that today, with this, especially with the past, you know, the scamdemic that just happened. And any anybody would be able to pick up this book and be able to relate to it. That's how that's what it felt like. And then even Jasmine picked it up and she was like, she started reading it. She was like, yeah, it was, it was pretty good. But I, she was, she's working on uh Marja West book right now. So she's going to finish that one. <laughs> yeah. Well, after I read this book of David Icke's the dream, I, you know, if it's, if it's as good as I think it is. And he's talking about some of these things that I wrote about in a fictional, in my fictional book 30 years ago, I might actually send him an email and, and give him a copy too and see if he wants to read it. Okay. I don't yeah. Know much into fiction, but I, I fictionalized, you know, a scenario he's talking about, and probably will start talking about more and more. Right. 
Yeah, that's another thing. I love that it's fiction because I, for some reason, I thought it was going to be a nonfiction book. I don't know why. And um, yeah, finding out that it was fiction and kind of uh, it was even more intriguing. Oh yeah. With, with fiction awesome. books, you just get to use your imagination a lot. Exactly. More. You can just you can say a lot. <laughs> you can say a lot more in fiction than you can say in nonfiction. I don't have to say, hey, this is reality. I guess a little bit of a lazy researcher, so I just reached into my imagination and wrote what I a little vision of what I thought it could look like. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Yeah, that's good. More, more, more people need to use their imagination. Yeah, that's the truth. There's uh, somebody uh, during last year's uh, seed conference because there's an upcoming one. Uh, last year's seed conference, somebody actually had uh, I think it was Nate Cap. He had a presentation called um, "Opening the Imagination." I, I, if I remember correctly. And it was so good. It was like so good. Yeah. And he got into that. He was more, more people. Yeah. More people need to use their imagination, tap into that creative part of their brain. And uh, I think that would, that would ultimately help people get a lot more confidence within themselves. And then, and then that would develop, you know, think about how much art would be out there if people just actually had the confidence in themselves to take that first step. You know, that first step's always the hardest step. Just go out and no, do it. No, it is. I agree, but I, I love what you're saying because everybody has creativity inside of them. It's yes. just it's just your choice if you want to bring it out or not. Exactly. And your choice of how to bring it out. <laughs> yeah. Some people write music, some people write hip hop, some people write or just straight up poetry or painting or you know, writing a story, writing a fictional book like the unveiling. You know, everybody, I, I, feel, I love it. I feel like there's still more fans than creators out there. Cause yeah. like, like you're yeah, saying, absolutely. a lot of people don't believe in themselves enough, you know, to create. So that's yeah. the problem. And I feel like deep down, everybody, everybody wants to be on the stage dancing, you know, or just, it's just like, not even on that level. There's a Marvin Gaye song called, uh, uh, is it got to got to give it up? You know, he's like, I used to be too scared to go out and dancing. I used to stand up against the wall and then I really found out how to get down, you know, and he started having fun. Yeah. That's what the whole yeah, like, about. I love Marvin Gaye, that funky, funky. Oh, yeah. He, he was amazing. There'll never be another. Yeah, yeah. Man, yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, there could be, but everybody's like too shy or they think they're going to get rich playing Fortnite or playing video games or. You know, watching porn, or even doing porn. Uh, you know, OnlyFans. <laughs> OnlyFans. They definitely don't uh, want to encourage creativity in the arts because that could connect you too much to your imagination, your higher self, right? The, the traditional school. And oh school, yeah, they don't want that. University, they don't. You can't really make money up that, <laughs> so they want to keep you down poor if you're gonna do that. They don't want. They don't want that, right? Mm-hmm. That's true. It's sad. Like fuck. We could just have so much better movies. Like I know there's, there's more than one Quentin Tarantino out there, but that like they're just letting him. Right. He's like one of the only guys that's allowed to take control of the helm, you know, or so to speak. Right. They pick and choose, just like Stanley Kubrick. They they kind yeah. of use them, shoot them up, and spit them out. If you're too if you're too direct, they they won't like that sound of freedom. Hollywood, they they bash that. They they tried to stop that. You know. They don't. I still need to see that, damn it. I'm... So once you're in Hollywood, they pretty much control you. If you want to be rich or famous, you gotta, 
you know, put the movies out that they they want filtered in the right way. Yeah. You can sometimes slip some stuff in that sells says a lot, like The Matrix, but uh Oh yeah. Or even that uh the Jones plantation, dude. The the cinematography on that film, like it would win all of the awards. Like I think that movie, the cinematography was so fucking gorgeous. It would blow all of the films at the Oscars just absolutely out of the water. But nobody'll ever hear about it. It'll never get even get a chance, you know? It fucking sucks. That sucks. Yeah, the Jones Plantation. Everybody's got to check that out because it's so. Yeah, I want to check. It's... I want to check that out, man. That that seems interesting. Oh, hey, we could probably watch it when you're in town. Oh, cool. That's even better. Yeah, there we go. Hell yeah, because I ever I want everybody to see this movie. It's so good. Is it like uh, live, actor? live actors? Yeah, yeah. So do do you know about Larkin Rose? Yeah, I saw the cartoon version. So it's actual live actors and everything, and it's like two hour two hours. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, Larkin, you know, the whole, they got a little crew. They had like a, a director of photography. They did it all DIY. Got their own actors. All right. It, it's really good. good. It's, well, it's apparently they've got software now where you can like uh, just make a whole movie, you know, like really <laughs> special effects and put yourself in the movie, and it's all digital, but you can't tell. Like, whoa. If people start doing that kind of stuff and putting out their own allegories and you know mm. that could really wake the world up if you got some actual competitors to Hollywood. Yeah. Wow. There's an idea. Are you good, Matt? It sounds like you got some K. Like you don't have to go chase down um, uh, Bruce Willis, do you? <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Yeah, I'm good. It's all good. We're, oh, okay. we're, going, we're going to check up on 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 somebody, but it's all good. Okay. Awesome. I love it, dude. He's so Dennis Matt is like live in a car right now. He's gonna. What are you doing, brother? Uh oh, I I do celebrity autographs with my buddies. So we just we hit him up at the hotel and the airports and stuff. And it's just, it's just interest. <laughs> it's just awesome. an interesting side hustle. I don't know. <laughs> it is. Oh, and like I I I know I've asked you before, but like, what is the general reaction that you get? All, all over the board like sometimes really? sometimes total agreement they do it sometimes they want us to get the fuck away from them you know it's like <laughs> you know i mean it, wow that's so interesting you get, all, you get all the all the responses under the sun so it's yeah. uh it's oh I, it's, I get it. it's just an interesting thing to do i don't know like <laughs> yeah that's cool i always like that you know yeah, it's all good. And it's it's kind of voluntary in a way, right? Like you said, you know, sometimes they'll tell you to fuck off and sometimes they'll be like, yeah, hey, what's how's it going? Right, exactly. Yeah. So It's all voluntary, it's, so it's moral. It's 50-50, I guess you could say. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> so, yeah, man, I don't know. I just, oh, well. Yeah. Uh, until the dollar bill goes away, we got we to gotta make the dollar bill. Right. <laughs> Oh, everybody's wants to go over to cryptocurrency, man. That's how do you oh, yeah, how, how do you feel about that, Matt? Because personally, I care less, and I I think it's overrated. I'm tired of hearing. Oh, about I, I I definitely agree with you. I I think it's way people are like, it's like way out of perspective, or I don't know. Like, yeah, I, I, think, I, think, I think a lot of people have lost a lot of money doing it too. So that's how I, I feel. What, do you know anything about that, Dennis? 
Yeah, it's a decentralized crypto. It's like Bitcoin. You, you, you're like your own bank. You control it, right? Instead of it being a central bank digital currency, it's a decentralized digital currency that's on your flash drive in your pocket. They can't control it, so that's the big advantage, right? Whoa, that's interesting. Yeah. Uh, hmm. See, I remember uh, Jasmine and I went to a punk rock show. Uh, we went to punk rock night in in Indianapolis, the Melody Inn, actually. And um, uh, she, yeah, I saw an ATM that was for Bitcoin, and I was like, "Whoa!" That was the first time I ever saw it. I was like, "This is fucking weird." Yeah, I hear. It. <laughs> yeah, they're they're at some gas stations and stuff. So yeah, yeah. they to make it more convenient because yeah, the the Bitcoin network is they intentionally make it slow because the globalists don't want you having control of your own money that they can't now put a social credit system to, right? So right. you can get on an ATM card or something. It's com- more convenient and fast. That's good. Right. Oh, I hate that word, too. We were talking about words we hate earlier. I hate convenience. That's a word that drives <laughs> me nuts. <laughs> like, oh, I hate convenience. That's a, I, I don't know if it's because I lived in Skatopia or what, but I think, I think the skate pope rubbed off on me where I kind of like, you know, I kind of... I, as I get older, I've been enjoying taking kind of the, the longer route. Yeah, and there's nothing wrong with that. That's fine. So, well then, well then, you know, we were talking about earlier. Ego beats you up, and it's like, damn, am I becoming a boomer? Am I my parents? Yeah. <laughs> am I my? Parents? I, I know. I, know. <laughs> I, I have not. I have not crossed over to their type of thinking yet. So. <laughs> You, you, were, you just sounded so direct. You got so serious. <laughs> yeah, why so serious? Like the Joker <laughs> says. So yeah, exactly. Fucking right. man. I don't know. People are so fucking serious over yeah. a, over a life like, they have no control over. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. This life is so absurd. I mean, it's covered in absurdity. Like, it is. And the, really like, hell yeah and back to being in the city you know like you hang out like so i started like almost joined a band or i, I guess i'm probably going to join the band joining the band working at the venue and uh you know working the door at the venue during some of the events you know you, you just feel there's so many all these different types of people and everybody has like their stories and you know their problems and i'm just like uh sometimes i just want to be a hermit and i'm like uh but then that ego thing, am I an asshole if I just sit in my room and don't talk to anybody? And, and then, yeah, <laughs> anything, yeah. Gosh, this life's nuts, man. We're, we're, <laughs> it's fucking God. nuts. Yeah, it's a crazy yeah, life story. Everything. Get traffic, some city traffic noises in the podcast. Why oh, not? Yeah. Why not? Take a hit of weed. Why not? <laughs> dude, I can't, dude, you're nuts. You just do it right in the city. Man, I don't give a fuck. That's awesome. We went to, I went and saw the tossers in Chicago for St. Patty's Day. And, uh, wait, you said tossers? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The tossers. Like, wait, sorry. No, what pan did you say? The the tossers. Okay, okay. No, they're really good. Yeah, they're really good. Yeah, I fucking love them. They play Chicago every St. Patty's Day. So it was a, sorry. That's what I thought you said, but yeah, (laughs) it was an honor to see that. But, you know, the first time I saw them, they came here to South Bend. Back before they got like huge or I don't know whatever, 
and uh, they came here to South Bend, and it was, I wasn't even 21. I snuck into the bar, and like it was so intimate. Like the crowd was like face to face to the to the entire band. That's awesome, like, man. I have, I have some of their pictures on my on my Facebook, not Beagle Eye Visions, but on my personal Facebook. I have some of their pictures that I took. I'll send some of them to you. No, that's cool, man. We were, we were so fucking close. I love what you're saying too, because like, it's so weird. Like recently, like I was thinking about like music moments where you like sing, you're like singing a song back to a band, and like they see you in the crowd and shit. Like a long time yeah. ago, there's there's this band Sponge from Detroit, Michigan, and uh, we saw them, and like I was like singing like every word for word, and the lead singer and I were like kind of like just looking at each other i don't know it's so cool <laughs> shit happens you get that moment yeah the moment right right, right. That's awesome yeah just life is good people you, live for that. and i know I, I don't even go to as many shows as i used to i i wish i did but like riot fest is just ending here in chicago that's why we're we're going for the cure right now they're coming back from their oh show. i forgot about that yeah, Riot, dude, honestly, I like Riot Fest better than Lollapalooza because you can actually, like, walk around at Riot Fest. Like, Lollapalooza, like, what? there's just people people you just bump into. <laughs> it's just so Damn. many people. Yeah. Yeah, I do remember. I went to Riot Fest, like, forever ago. It was, like, when The, offspring, cool. the offspring, Rise Against, Iggy, Iggy, Iggy Pop and the Stooges played. Um, oh, yeah. I've got Niggy Pop before. He'll sign like a bunch. He doesn't give a fuck. He's one of those oh, older, dude. Punk older rock. nice guys. He's one of those like older nice guys. It's like just Fucking cool. Punk rock, punk rock humble keeps you humble. Punk rock does. Yeah, punk rock keeps you humble. There we go. <laughs> Hell yeah, man. No, that's cool. <laughs> I don't know. It's all good. We're coming up almost on an hour here already. That, you know what? Doing an hour of a podcast feels so natural at this point. After doing so many of them, it's like an hour's nothing. Like an hour's fucking nothing. Yeah, that's a good <laughs> habit to get into. The illusion was talking about that on YouTube. I was listening to him. He's like, it's because he was doing um, every day for a month at four twenty. He would live stream no matter what he was doing. He would just like stop. I'm going to live stream thirty minutes. That's awesome. Yeah, and I love that. And that's how you again you tap into that that subconscious and then maybe like you know five years later you look back on that and you're like you're like ooh, this is some good stuff you know even if people don't pay attention <laughs> it's like ooh yeah that's tasty ooh yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's i've been i've been noticing that on the youtube channel i've been looking back on the old videos even on the old gaming fucking the dumb video game <laughs> I'm like, okay, right. good stuff. It's pretty it's like entertaining to me. You know, and then you have that, you have that like you've done it, you did it. You know, right. you made it, you made it past the first step. Right, right. And that's uh, like we we're saying that I feel like on anything in life, that's the hardest thing is Hell taking yeah. that first step. Yeah. And I, I said on this podcast too, I think it's important to to be proud, but uh what what did I say? Be proud, never satisfied, you know. Right. Gotta have that. Gotta have that thirst. Gotta have that thirst. Gotta keep going. You know. It's true, and I feel like that's probably the hardest thing with creating, is the keep going part. Some, some once well, starting is hard, but then keep keeping it consistent, and and that's yeah. why I want 
that's why I want to keep this going for as long as it can go because fucking I've learned from giving it my all and then kind of like giving up and fading away. Like I've learned about that. So it's like now it's just like, no, just keep going. Just keep going. Hard to stay motivated <laughs> sometimes. Yeah, yeah, for sure. On, on anything, any creative project, it's, uh, yeah, to dig in there and try to get out, get it out. It's tough, yeah. Yeah, it is tough, but I mean, it's a good challenge too. That's so at the same time. So, yeah. But I don't know. Yeah, it's important to challenge yourself. You know, Bruce Lee always talks about that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I, w- I wish I could rattle off some quotes, but I'm kind of ashamed. I need to. I need to study more of Bruce Lee. I need to like. No, what I need to do is rewatch like a lot of movies, like a lot. <laughs> yeah, that's always good to do too. You know. Cause it's just like, I used to watch so many movies and then since COVID, I just like turned off my TV. I'm like, I'm fucking sick of this shit. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, I feel that. Yeah. Like I, whenever, and whenever I do turn on my TV, like we have a shit ton of DVDs and stuff like that. And even then I'm like, I've already seen this movie. And even right. if it's a new movie, most of the time I'm like, I already know what's going to happen. You know, it's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hear you. I've seen the story played out so many times. Just like what we were yeah. and what we were talking about earlier, full circle. <laughs> it's like, dude, I've no. seen the story so many fucking times already. There's nothing new under the sun, like like what Mark Passio says all the time. There's nothing new under the sun. It's so fucking true. Right. So, and I hear a lot of people like, you know, a lot of people want to start a band. Ooh, I'm going to start a band, and I'm going to we're going to do something different. You know, they get really ambitious. We're gonna do something nobody's ever done before, and it's like, no, dude, the 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 perfection is is in the imperfection, you know. At least I think I love simplicity in music. Oh, I agree. I love simple songs. Hell yeah. Yeah. And then, like you know, if you're playing live, you're playing a simple song live. It's once again, it's easy to tap into that subconscious because it just becomes a muscle memory, just like you know, doing a podcast for an hour. Right. And it's like, ooh, this is easy. And then it gets like better and easier and you get more and more entertaining, really. Yeah. I mean, if you're a musician or if you're an artist, I guess that's what we're kind of di- trying to do, right? If you're an artist. Yeah. That's, yeah. You, you want to innovate. Like, we're trying to grab each other's attention. Hey, hey, look over here. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, is, is, is that what life in the entertainment industry is about? Is like, yeah. look at me, look at me, give me more attention. Yeah. <laughs> and I, dude, I just, I totally disagree with Joe Rogan because he like hunts meat and stuff, but he's absolutely right when he talks about these. Like, you know, we're all just like monkeys trying to find that shiny car. Like, ooh, right. ah, or that the monkey at the beginning of two thousand one. Back to like, back to Kubrick, you know, back to Stanley Kubrick. Oh. We're just that monkey trying to find that, ooh, that, that weapon, that new weapon. Oh yeah, ah, shiny. Okay, Simon. Okay, yeah, okay. you know who Simon is. Yeah, it should be like soon. You know, that's what it is. He's right there. I totally agree with him there. Oh, okay. Okay. Nice. The monkey mentality. Look at this. Look at me. Look at my butt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, man. Look it's so weird. Look at this. It's look just, at these fireworks. It's just so many. So look weird. At our, so look many. at our instruments. They're not even plugged in. <laughs> <laughs> That's how people draws attention. You know, red hot chili peppers. They weren't plugged in. Oh, everybody's talking about it. Oh. 
That's right. the next big thing, everybody. The next big distraction, you know. Next big cognitive dissonance. Fucking people keep people from looking into shit. Oh, there's a the charger unplugged. Right. <laughs> it's so important, right? It's such a big deal. Oh my god. <laughs> what a joke. I know. It's like, and I don't, it's like I don't even want to be negative about it, but like, like life really is a big joke. Oh, like, that's why. That's why we gotta laugh, dude. That's. I mean, that's you're right. <laughs> You would lose it. This life is so absurd if you didn't laugh. And you, like, if, that's if, why I love you, man. You like people take shit seriously. Nah, um, there's no, there's no point to do that. I have, I have before in the past, but there's no point to do that because yeah. it's just, it, it like you said, it's a world of absurd, absurdity, and it is. Everything's absurd. Like it's just ridiculous and absurd. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> that's why. And to, oh, I thought. Dennis, you had something to say? No, it's just, yeah, ridiculous and absurd. Uh, especially lately, it's become more obvious for a lot. David Icke talks about that in the book. COVID woke a lot of people up. But still, like, yeah. pushing their shit, you know, they're not stopping. Well, in, in Illusion talks about, like, uh, he said, I was commenting on one of his live videos. I'm like, yeah, some people are, the veil is lifting. And uh, he's like, no, the veil, if once it's lifted, that's it. Like, you know, he's like a lot of people, a lot of people who get lazy and they go back to sleep like they were never. Yeah, they were they were never into it. You know, they never cared in the first place. Or it's hard to get people together. They get a good idea together how to build their own food, their own vineyard and start planting their own food. And then egos get involved and fights. And then and right. Oh, you owe me this. I owe up. this much money. I earn this. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's speaking of like after the Matrix presentation, I was supposed to play a music festival, and okay, so I lost. It's the the the, the couple got divorced. Husband is like the the chick did the flyer for the Matrix allegory night. She made the flyer. We were gonna go cover the event and do our thing, be live visions, do pictures and videos, and she was gonna pay us money. But he was like, the way he had his in his mentality, he was like, she's paying you my money. Even though it's not his family's property, he has nothing to do with it. It's like, and it's, it's, ah, again, same old story. Like, I hear this all the time. You hear the same story. It's, it's exhausting. <laughs> but, it, it, you know, I'm kind of laughing. It's, it, it is exhausting because it's just like, like we've said in a couple of these episodes, like everything just turns into a fucking broken record and that gets exhausting. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Heck yeah. So, that's it's crazy, and that's like I take it like super serious because it's the same shit every fucking day. It's just like, <laughs> yeah, it's absurd. You gotta laugh. I mean, really, I even I've even heard Kurt Cobain from Nirvana be like, "No, touring's boring. Like, you just go to a city, you go to the hotel, you play the show, and then you go to the right. next city, and that's all you do." He goes, "No, it's boring." <laughs> and it's like you're a bunch of strangers, you know, besides your band. But even then, you know, everybody wants some time alone. When you're on tour, you're in a fucking bus, you're in a hotel. You don't get time alone. So then right. that's what creates conflicts with bands and stuff. Yeah. It's just not no, healthy. That's like what, when record. That's what Tom yeah. DeLonge 
from Blink One Eighty Two said too. He said the the artists. He he. I I watched some like interview with him once, and he was like, the artists who are on the lower levels that aren't big like have it better than the people mm-hmm. that make it big because you're all yeah. You like you said, you get no time alone, so you're always like crabby and tired and arguing with your bandmates. It's just it's crazy. Oh. Well, and then, just, uh, David Ike was yep. talking about in the book I was reading, The Dream. He's saying how he fell and he he was forced to take time off. And he wrote this book in a couple of weeks, right? Previous dad, he had so many commitments, you know, and awesome. like the universe wanted him to write the book. And so, and calm down and meditate and yes. get deeper levels of reality so he could write this book. Otherwise he'd be touring to it so much and he wouldn't be able to do it. So it's actually a good thing. Sometimes you need some time. I to love that. Meditate. Yeah. That's inspiring. Like That is inspiring. Seriously. Holy crap. Yeah. And speaking of like, I remember uh, I went, I went to a, a, an oi fest a, a, a music festival is all weekend long in connecticut and i was like oh, i fucking miss jasmine i was away from the dogs i miss family but when i got back home and i was able to like sit down i the whole ride home i felt like i was ready to write some more music and i did <laughs> i came back home and sat down and wrote some more music <laughs> that's awesome yeah exactly it's just like yeah you just need that you gotta take a break and but that's the thing you know to tie back in another thing that we always talk about this podcast that's when you get bands like those big bands that go on tour constantly oh we have to play the super bowl and then tomorrow we have to be in like omaha fucking tennessee that's seven hours away and it's just like these these record companies do it for the money it all goes back to the money (laughs) and even the band members they're doing it for the money. Oh, I can't. I can't. This is. I have no other way of making money. I'm only a musician. You know, they get that ego identification. I'm only. I'm a musician. This is how I make money. This is the only way I can make money. <laughs> Creates that vicious cycle. It's nuts. Yeah, not so. We're just dealing with the cure right now. So give me a few. <laughs> oh, dude, no, it's, I totally picked up on it. I should have kept rambling. <laughs> so you've been practicing your homework there, uh, Henry. File sharing stuff like that from the course. I freaking need to. I do have. I have access to all the classes, but I've been so focused on the on the movie night. I'm not. Did you get your movie night? Okay. <laughs> we're, we're working on it. We're, we're waiting oh. for the, the drummer of the cure to come back. So. So you done your matrix stuff? Yeah, yep. I printed them. All right, I need to print them out. Hopefully, my friend can deliver them Monday tomorrow. And you, did you he, want get the video I sent you from Rizwan Verk, the simulation guy? I I got the video. I I do. I need to check it out. <laughs> I still yep. need to watch it. But that's yeah. I was I man. I, that's what I was saying earlier before you got here. I was like, yeah, this. I've been so focused on this presentation because, you know, just like on this podcast, I don't want it to be too serious. I want it to be. It's 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 very deep topics. You know, green language, emerald language, and symbolism and, and allegorical films like The Matrix. It's very deep topics that need to be taken seriously. Yeah. But I'm trying to bring in my own personality and trying to, you know, make people laugh like. In the in the Facebook event, I have a, uh, um, 
if you if you're if you're if you're texting on a phone, you will be shot with a Nerf gun. All of them are. Gonna, uh, you know, open Nerf gun. Open concealed carry. Ner, ner, I don't know how I worded it. Open, you know, concealed Nerf gun carry is encouraged. If you see anybody on a phone, uh, there will be plenty of ammo at the venue for you. <laughs> and then um, we also have. Uh, I'm kind of. This is a secret for the for the listeners. We uh, Jasmine's gonna let me buy some. Um, I found some green confetti guns. So like right when the movie when the WB logo turns green and yet you hear the music, I kind of want to like make some confetti guns and like, you know, add a little bit of a gimmick. <laughs> you know. And I'm and I'm thinking of ideas for the future too. As uh, you know, like I obviously want to do They Live. You know, gotta do a move allegorical movie night of They Live. You know, and then, and then making like uh maybe getting a, a you know. A shitty, shitty cardboard box full of a bunch of sunglasses. Encourage everybody to wear sunglasses or something dumb like that. You know, like <laughs> or see if there's. I wonder if there's a way. Is there? They live 3D. You know, and then you could have a box full of the glasses, the 3D glasses, and then have everybody be like, put on the glasses. <laughs> if you're gonna watch the movie, put on the glasses. It'll be 3D. That'd be sick. Well, I keep getting, keep getting ideas like that. Trying to think of ways to help my friend out, bring people to the venue because we also, you know, we do the punk rock and the metal stuff. Want people to come to the venue. Trying to use that. Trying to get the community, bring them together, get people out of the damn houses somehow. Easier said than done. Ooh, he's in the city. I hear the city noises. Reminds me of video game thirteen. <laughs> well, I'm in the city. I'm in the city, so you could hear some noises. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, there's a, there's a level on that on that game, and it's in New York, and you hear a bunch of like horns honking and people yelling at each other and shit. <laughs> it sounds funny. like NYC. Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever, has anybody ever been there? I wonder if you've been there. Yeah, I've, I've been there a few times. Really? What? Yeah. You didn't put that in your book. Cool. Brooklyn is cool. Like Brooklyn's like the artsy part. It's fucking cool. So. Oh man. Oh, that reminds me of. Uh, there's an underground hip hop artist. He's got an album coming out in November. We pre-ordered it, and we'll probably make a video like opening the package. His name's Aesop Rock, and he did the soundtrack of a movie called Bushwick. The movie called Bushwick is an amazing allegory about uh, martial law. And it it came out right around the time Trump was uh, Trump was like you know he was like we need to declare martial law with these riots and fucking that garbage rhetoric. Uh, <laughs> so the movie came out right when that all that shit was going on. And if you watch the movie like from right the beginning, it's very well, fucking intriguing. Very essence we enjoyed the story. With. It's about how uh, in Bushwick. They declare martial law, and the main characters are in the city of Bushwick, and the characters are just kind of, you know, they're. Uh, it shows the humanity of people coming together and kind of looking out for each other, despite all the fucking psychopaths that are trying to control everybody and put them in fucking cages. It's it's a dark, it's kind of a dark movie, but I think what he does with the soundtrack is actually really positive, and it's awesome. Ah. Huh. And his actually, it's kind of funny. His so his new album. Let me look it up here. Uh, 
It's called uh, Aesop Rock ISP. ISP is the name of the album. And it's uh, Mindful Solutionism is one of the singles that he just released to promote the album. So, you know, like we're, we were talking about that one episode, we were talking about solutions. You know, we're always, we need more solutions. That's for sure. Hell yeah. So I, I love it. A lot of people just like to bitch and complain, but they don't really have any real solution. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, and here, okay. So the album's called ITS Integrated Tech Solutions, Building a Bridge to a Better Tomorrow. And if you go to the website, it just looks hilarious. Because it looks like he's, you know, it looks like a company that's taking itself very seriously. But the way that he, his, his humor is, if you follow Aesop Rock, he has, he adds a lot of humor into his songs with a lot of these very serious topics, you know, like people are fucking controlling us. And, uh, you know, <laughs> that's fucking serious, dude. <laughs> Satanism is running the fucking running rampant right now. It's insane. No, you're right, and, and that and that too is pretty serious. But you have to have a sense of humor, even about sat satanic. Exactly. Like, if you if you look at this cover, gosh, this cover. Oh, where to go? This cover is hilarious. So it's got it's got a guy standing over a woman on a computer, and it's got like uh, this chick sitting in. Uh, lotus position, like her legs are crossed and her hands are on her knees, and it's got all these frequencies. There's a spaceship launching into the sky, so it's got like some NASA stuff, you know. I don't know if you, <laughs> if you study about NASA, if you know about NASA, you know. But it's just, it's like somebody was saying earlier, I think it was Dennis, you know, they put it, put the secrets in the truth, or they put yeah. a little bit of truth in a bunch of fucking bullshit, you know. Yeah, a bunch of bullshit that they say is the truth too. So exactly, and you gotta dig in, and that's how you do it to stay on YouTube and get your get your money. <laughs> it's just insane. I can't even make this shit up. Saying it out loud, like you can't make this shit up. That's what's crazy is that we can't. Make... No, 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 Henry, you're right. That's what's crazy is that we can't make this shit up, and you couldn't know even if you had the most imaginative brain, you couldn't yeah. make shit up. Man. And it's, uh, oh, another thing is this guy, the guy that's standing behind the chick, he doesn't even have legs. So the, it's just a torso and the bottom half of his, so what would be his legs is like a computer chip and it's connected into a computer that's going into <laughs> a bunch of chemistry bottles, like chemistry vials. Dude, this cover is just insane. It's insane. That's insane. Like, it's hilarious. It's, oh, gosh. Okay, here, so let me let me read since we're not, go nothing's going on right now. So it says, ITS is a system of lifestyle and industry-specific applications designed to curate in a desired multi-experience using a unique hybrid of machine learning and on-site scrum sessions. <laughs> it's just a <laughs> bunch of, like, technical jargon. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Our specialists have redefined tech centric problem solving <laughs> what is the leading cause of disconnect within the average household or small business today if you said in quotes a lack of frictionless integration of advanced tech strategy into existing legacy systems <laughs> i can't even fucking breathe i hope i don't wake anybody up <laughs> its is waiting for you 
<laughs> wow, that's insane, man. It's just like if you look at the cover of this and just it's gosh, it's funny. The humor that they put into this shit. You can't you can't make it up. <laughs> True on that. And then to do uh to do another plug to keep up with the positivity since we we started off a little bit dark. <laughs> we started pretty dark. Um so my homie who's a he's a fellow skatopian. He uh he has his own garden and so he's a he's a he's a conveyor of natural law. So he he studies morals and stuff like that. He grows his own garden. He's a I'm not going to say he's a vegetarian, but he does love his veggies. He knows how to grow a damn good vegetable. He's got an organic <laughs> garden. Um, he sells tacos at Skatopia usually, and he also does catering. So if you find him find him on the internet, he does amazing tacos. Uh, you know, pay him money. He'll cater your events. His tacos are so good. He marinates them for like two days. He was telling us he marinates the meat for like two days and then cooks it. And when you order the tacos, he throws it on the flat top grill and oh it's like all fresh it's so oh oh i'm escapopia <laughs> i know i know i know i do too i i, I oh, so like, good when you come back to where you're from from skatopia it's just crazy yeah man and especially it's like it's skatopia is one of them places like it's hard to find places that people put a lot of care into their food i hate to say that out loud People no, don't I, care about their food. You yeah. Know? What's up with that? I don't know. They People don't care about a lot. <laughs> they really do not care about what's in their food, what their food tastes like. You know, most people crave that just deep fried, that deep fried taste. You know, people say it's savory, but it's really just poop. It's <laughs> <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. Like we were saying earlier, me and you, Matt, uh, you know, it sucks because we cave. It's like, oh yeah, I want a fucking elephant ear. I'll yeah, pay, get, I will pay thirty five dollars for an elephant ear at a festival. <laughs> it's just being in the moment and that that taste of like it's just so nostalgic and it's like, oh, and I know it's trash, sugar, cinnamon, yeah, fried oil. But we'll get cinnamon. we'll get it anyways. It's so good, yeah, bro. You <laughs> bet your ass that we get that shit. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyways, so uh, so our friend Homie Joe, he's a fellow skatopian, purveyor of natural law. Uh, Joseph Hammond, he uh, I forget the name of the, his taco company. I'm kind of embarrassed. So he's got hot sauces ready to go. He's got these are the flavors: mango, ginger, Thai, sweet garlic, serrano, and fiery ghost habanero. So and they're it's all totally organic, straight out of his garden. He takes these vegetables into his kitchen. He makes the hot sauce himself. He whips it up in the kitchen. It's so good, dude. It's so, oh, it's healthy. It's clean. Yeah. Like, oh, oh, I love his tacos. So for twenty five dollars, he'll send you. He'll send you three bottles, probably you know the flavors, or you know you can customize it. Just tell him you want three fiery ghost habaneros, whatever. I'm sure he'll 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 cater to you. That's not bad. Look up for Joe Hammond. Yeah, he's. I think I met him. He's a cool dude. Yeah. Yeah, he's super chill. Um, yeah. Uh, we're gonna do a website. We're gonna do a, on our YouTube channel. We're gonna do a uh, a video review of the of the hot sauce, and so we'll have all his links. I'll have him message me all of his stuff so you guys can find it. Swing on over to Big Live Visions on YouTube. Check it out. <laughs> right on. Oh, yeah, that's what it's about. Oh. 
No, that's cool. We're like about an hour 20 in right now. So I don't know if you guys want to keep going. That's cool. Otherwise, I don't have a whole lot more to say. So I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of I'm kind of out of stuff, too. I don't know. Vented a little bit. I got to vent a little bit. Dude, that shit sucks. Yeah, I, I feel better, though. After this yeah, I, dude, I feel so much better. Thank it's, you. Thank it's, you. Really, it's really interesting that podcasting and just talking about whatever can it, – it's, yeah, it's really. honestly a, a healthy way to get your shit out in a healthy way instead of like a toxic way or whatever. So Yeah. Did you get a lot of views on the last one? What's that? How many views you get on the last one? we did last week um almost almost 30 i want to say it was like 28 29 something like that okay so it's all right yeah it's not too bad that's okay i mean i i gotta i gotta learn more ways to get it out there too so (laughs) yeah and that's you know uh we were talking they were talking about that in the class we've been taking how to become the true media seminar i just gotta say the name real fast see i can just rattle it off my tongue i've said it so much now how to become the true media seminar you need to check it out. Mark Pastor's class. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's how that's how you solve the world's problems. You take Mark Passio's class. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> I was, in, in that class, I forgot where I was going with that. They were talking about uh oh, for so in order to really get your name out there, you need to have multiple platforms. And I'm just like I said, I'm old school. I just hate like I don't want to sign up for Twitter and Twitch and Discord and that. No, I, I know what you mean. <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean, man. It's it's a lot. Like so I did find I did find something recently. It's called like U42 or some shit and you can put okay. your music or your videos or your podcasts on there and it helps you stream them and get them out there more. So it's like U42. It, it was hmm. some it was one of those weird things on Facebook where it's like, should I click on this? I don't know if I should click on this, but I clicked on it and I signed up. We'll see what happens. They said oh, they're like, they said they're like reviewing my material right now, and then we'll see what happens after that. But I don't know. Just, I mean, I'm all I'm always looking for ways to like get this shit out there more. Obviously, like everyone else is with their podcast or their band or yeah, whatever. man. You know what? I still have a MySpace account. Let's just all. Let's just start it, even if there's just the three of us. <laughs> dude, I miss MySpace. Let's my just get space. it going again, dude. Let's just do the I grassroots. Miss my yeah, MySpace. Let's do the grassroots. Start talking about it. Every event you go to, just be like, hey, you guys remember MySpace? I just logged into it recently. Start getting people to log back in. <laughs> log back into MySpace. Right. That felt so much easier because anytime I found out about a punk rock show. MySpace, like, yeah. And- able to put songs on your profile too which was cool oh my gosh yeah local i think bands. i said that i think i said yeah. that in another podcast but for local bands because in order even on the internet because you know with the algorithms even back in the day it was so hard to find a local band's like website or something you had to have like their business card or you had to have their cd to listen to the music myspace made that so much easier yeah it, it did it, it was i cake. agree it was cake. I I listened to so many local band songs off of MySpace. It was so convenient, and it was all on the same website. You could you could be on no, one you're, website. You're right. I I remember checking out bands that way. It was really easy to do it that yeah. way. Yeah, you'd be like, oh, I haven't heard of these guys. Check them out. Go to the profile. As soon as you click on their profile, the song starts. You know, it's genius. It really is. <laughs> like that was a 
like that was the pinnacle of and, social media. And people are gonna say Facebook and everything else is way better. I don't know about that. Oh no! So, it's, well, it's because, like we said earlier about Roseanne, the Roseanne Barr thing, people are doing bullshit. You know, people would rather see a thirty-second video of some guy making a dumb joke about something that we can all relate to. You know, some of those videos are very funny, but it's not like local art. It's not most of the time. It's not like a, a local artist or a local song. You know, somebody right. trying to get their name out. If somebody worked their ass off from this one song, it, you, you never see that. It's like somebody who spent thirty seconds making a video just to make somebody laugh. Right. <laughs> Yeah, it's all good. It's just weird. The uh, the the um, we've talked about this before. The form of entertainment has changed so much. You know, like the something that is. I think it was people really need to ask themselves is like, what is the goal of this movie? What is the like? Is there an you know? Because back in the day, like Beaver Cleaver days, you know, uh, what's that old black and white sheriff TV show? Uh, Andy Griffith show. You know, there, oh, used yeah. to be, there used to be morals. There, were, you like at the end of the ever at the end of every episode, there was like you know a wholesome moment where everybody would come together. But now, you know, it's kind of rare for that. Yeah, you're right about that too. Or if a TV show does have that, it's litter. It's like literally littered with like a bunch of propaganda. Like I, there was there was a Family Guy. You know, during the pandemic. Family Guy had like a little 30 second commercial where it was encouraging people to get the vaccines, you know, and they were like making fun of people, the characters and Family Guy. Stewie was like, oh, what are you, uh, oh, what are you, uh, what are you concerned, sick freak, huh? You can't get your vaccine, huh? You can't go get your sauce. What are you, some kind oh yeah, look at you, you rebel, you, oh yeah, you're dangerous, <laughs> you know, and it's like people just eat that shit up. <laughs> it's wild. It's unbelievable. Like you can't make it up. You can't make it up. You know. You're right. It's true. That's, how, that's why everybody accepted it because they were putting it in cartoons. You know, it was. I think Aldous Huxley or one of the one of those guys who wrote, wrote a bunch of legendary books back in the day. Aldous Huxley or George Orwell, one of the guys. They were saying like entertainment's going to get to such a depraved, for uh, such a a disgusting form of depravity. That it's just like the people who are awake won't even they'll it'll make them nauseous and then everybody else you get used to it though then they get just a sec what no matter how depraved the entertainment people get adjusted and conditioned and get even sicker yeah yeah exactly yeah right along those lines thank you thank you no that's true (laughs) yeah oh yeah Man, and that's oh, that's what another thing. Actually, before uh, before we, I don't know how long we're gonna go, but that's another thing that reminded me of. So the book, your book, the unveil, the unveiling, reminded me of a movie called White Noise from Netflix. Okay, you guys know that? Nope. Okay, so it came out. Uh, I'll just do a quick search. So it was white white noise movie. I know there's a white noise movie from like 2008 or 2002 about paranormal activity. Which is a totally another awesome uh, allegory in and of itself. But um, just so this white noise movie, it came out about six months. Do you know about this? The Ohio uh, train derailment. Oh yeah. Yes, I do. Yeah. So the Ohio train derailment, where uh, the train got derailed and like 
a couple of towns had to move out and evacuate because of the uh, um, this train. First of all, this train that the company the company was like, oh, we have to get this crunching done. We have to do this crunching. So they they sent out this train that was like quadruple over the the, the capacity of what it normally should have been. But again, you know, back to what we were saying earlier, that money, that money shit, you know, cram it in, oh, cram it in, we could all fit. So that's what caused the derailment. And so this movie, it came out December 30th by Netflix, of course, of all people. Uh, it was released in select theaters November 25th, apparently. I didn't even know that. Uh, so it was released by Netflix. Uh, the entire beginning of the movie is um, it's a teacher, uh, a teacher at college teaching over you know these college students and they're so intrigued like they're just eating this shit up uh this guy is talking about how crashes back in the day have evolved and crashes back in the day used to suck and now they've gotten a lot better in movies and in real life and (laughs) that's what the movie starts off on (laughs) and this movie was released about six months before that ohio train derailment and guess what this entire plot of this movie is about a train derailment. I fucking shit you not. I swear to God, you cannot make this shit up. This movie is about a trail and train derailment in Ohio and a family has to evacuate. The entire movie is about following the family and what they have to go through. Wow. And you, I swear to God, you cannot make this shit up. And I, I have it pulled up on Wikipedia right here. So it says, here's the description. <laughs> here's the plot of this fucking satanic psychopath movie. Uh, in 1984, Jack Gladney is a professor, professor of Hitler studies, a field he founded at the College on the Hill in Ohio. Despite his special, specialism, he speaks no German and is secretly talk, taking basic lessons to prepare for a speech he is due to give at a conference. Jack is married to Babette, his fourth wife. Together they raise a blended family of four children, Heinrich, Heinrich and Steffi. So this guy's like naming his kids after like these German scientists. <laughs> uh, from, from two of Jack's previous marriages. And so if you watch this movie, this mom, so they're listening to the news, right? Uh, the family's like, this chaos starts happening. The train gets derailed. The news is like, oh, everything's okay, but you have to, you know, leave your house that you've basically lived here for your entire life. Leave your house, evacuate the town, uh, be calm, you know, all this, all the pro- classic propaganda news lies, lies from the news. And another thing that uh, the, the, the teacher in this movie juxtaposes Hitler with Elvis, okay? And another, like, so I did so you can't make this shit up. So he's giving another lecture, like 30 minutes into the movie. He's giving a lecture about how Hitler and Elvis were very similar because you know we're we're Americans. We love our, our gyrating hips and our rock and roll because we're all rebels that love our guns, you know, that type of bullshit. So so they're juxtaposing <laughs> you can't make this shit up. I can't believe I'm saying it out loud. Like it did <laughs> No, I know. I should have tinfoil on my head right now, I feel like. Wait. <laughs> and this is on Netflix. I believe it's still on Netflix. So they're juxtaposing Hitler and Elvis. And they make it like he, he give, he's giving this lecture. And it's like an art house scene. Like he's giving this lecture. And he's like dancing. And he's like, Hitler loved his mom. And Elvis loved his mom. And they both loved their mom. 
and it's like kind of making hitler seem like a, a human being that was just like you know had a few flaws like <laughs> oh my god that's nuts there's so many layers to this film they break it they do a really good breakdown on uh uh wake the dead podcast they have an entire episode and that's how i found out about this film cool and so but what i was getting to is that when i started reading david's david's book uh or, De or De De dennis i always call you De david because of pink floyd dennis is, i started reading dennis's book and it kind of made me go back to that like chaos like oh live in fear oh and it made me think of this movie but this movie is a very dark it's it's fucking propaganda like it's trying to convince you that the government is good and that like if you watch this movie there's just so many layers like i could i literally couldn't even finish it <laughs> like it, it was making it was it was allegory in a very dark sense and it was making me physically ill but when i started dennis's book it was allegory that was getting me fired up because i could i i studied his work and i could tell that he's like a moral human being yeah well my book does get a little bit dark later just to warn you okay well i mean there's nothing wrong with that <laughs> i'm used to that there's lots of life that's dark so oh yeah Without the darkness, what would the light even be? It would be boring. But honestly, I'm starting to run out of battery, so I think we should probably end this soon. All right. Okay. Have a good night. All right. Yeah, yeah. I feel that. Okay. We can we can wrap it up. You got anything to say, Matt? Uh, just it? the world. Just what everybody already knows. The world's too nuts. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. If you haven't, if you ever heard of that white noise movie, check it out. It's fucking insane. But like I said, it's a dark allegory. Wouldn't re it's. Mm, it's tough. It's freaking tough. tough to yeah, I don't know. You just have and, to. I'm sorry. Before you go, uh, so there's a scene in the in in the movie where the mom's like, either I chew gum, and uh, the kid's like, that bubble gum is made from uh, dead dead rat feces and monkey flavoring because vanilla, the flavor of vanilla, has become comes from monkey anus. I don't know if you guys knew that. That's wow. a whole rabbit hole. Yeah, check that whole rabbit hole out. But yeah. she, the mom. You know, just to show the cognitive dissonance in the scene, the mom's like, either I chew bubble gum, which is made, you know, made from the, all that toxic garbage, or I smoke cigarettes when slowly kill myself and I'm and I'm relaxed. And so that's just, and and she's telling this to her daughter, you know, like either I do, either I have this addiction or I have this addiction. I, I, your phone's probably gonna die, but no, no, it's cool. I got some battery, but I know what you're saying though. I, what you're saying is is good stuff because. It's basically like choose the. I saw something about this though recently. I'm gonna say one more thing. Like it says, oh, yeah. it's like choose lesser of the evil, but mm. they're both they're both still evil. So it's like exactly yes, exactly. Either I kill myself slowly, or I kill animals, and I have vanilla flavoring. Wow, this I know, and and, and, and that's how people think, dude. People are never going to stop buy, even buying like vanilla ice cream. Like they never it's, will. Um, so. It's, it's, uh, what do they talk about it in the freedom community? It's, uh, um, fuck. Oh, <laughs> it's, uh, justifications, you know, justifications for moral relativism. Right. Right. Like, oh, if, uh, you know, I don't have to care about morals because either way, no matter what I do, I'm going to be contributing to the, pollution of the planet so why do i why should i even care why even pay attention you know it's just uh it, it's, it's too done 
the, the defeatist attitude, you know, just give up. Why? I'm not going to change anything. Yeah. And so many people live like that their whole life too. Yeah. And, no. and just to tie it into that, to tie it into a more positive way, it's like the creative aspect, you know? Uh, oh, somebody already wrote, you know, Jimi Hendrix already wrote Purple Haze. So I'm never going to top that. Why would I ever write a song? Why would, ever, why would I ever write a book? They already wrote 1984. Right. And right. It's, just, it's just such a defeatist attitude. And I hope people, people need to not have that. People need to, when you, when you have a thought like that, notice it be conscious of it and then you can change it and you can work on it no and that's i i'm gonna say one more thing too that's like what i was we were talking about earlier like in your brain everything seems to be too much but then when you go out and actually physically do it it's not that bad yeah so, i love that yeah you know so exactly like yeah sometimes you don't want to go to work but it's like oh it's just eight hours and then you just go to work and you know, sometimes, it's like, hey, maybe all day the customers are actually nice to you and they don't treat you like shit for once. Right. You, know, you, you never know. <laughs> no, no, that, that's a true thing about this life is that you literally just never know. Like, you can make a plan as much as you want, but you still don't know. So, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I love that. See, we got we started off pretty dark and we got. So at any rate. I think we're going to get going here now, but I love it. Great, fellas. Hey, thanks for having me on, Matt. Thanks for coming yeah, thank on, Dennis. Thanks. Thanks to Henry. Thanks, Dennis. You bet. Have yep. a night. All right. And, Catch uh, you next week, fellas. Yeah, we, 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 will, we will talk next Sunday as, as this is our time slot. So, <laughs> Hell yeah. And, All uh, right. This is Matt for Crazy Life Stories. And once again, if anybody wants to uh, send me a crazy life story I'm to or get on here and we can talk it out. Or, yeah. I'm totally up for it. So uh, definitely up for it. I think people All really right. like to hear what people go through and whether that's sadistic or good or bad people like mm -hmm. it what it is <laughs> yes sir awesome dude all right on that note peace out Epic. yeah peace okay bye night <laughs> bye